The Blaze sponsor is American Financing. Being fiscally responsible is vitally important if you want to have flexibility, even a little bit of comfort in your life. Um, I would recommend, come on in, Pat. Uh, I would recommend that uh, American Finance, that you call them. Uh, They've been um, in the home buying business, if you will, the banking part of it uh, for Oh, she's over 20 years now. They've been a client of mine for about 15. I've done business with them. Pat has, I mean, uh, Stu has done business with them. A lot of people. Sarah, I think you got a house loan through American Financing, did you not? Yes, I did. They are really fantastic people, and they'll get you into the right loans for the right amount of money and can help you in many, many ways. Check them out. American Financing, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. All right. American Credit Card Companies and ESG in a minute. anything has happened since i've been gone holy cow the queen has passed away i have comments on that uh most importantly i think to you is what visa and mastercard and american express have just done we'll give this to you and what it all means in 60 seconds if you haven't been uh you know storing food back when you know it was cool to store food, I guess. Never has been. I have to ask, why not? Why are you not storing food, especially when you know food shortages are coming? The cost of groceries skyrocketing alone. If that's not enough to convince you that you need to plan for yourself and your family, what will? Time may be shorter than you think. That's why you need My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is taking $250 off their three-month emergency food kit. It's their lowest price since 2019, and unlike a lot of companies out there, My Patriot Supply is fighting for you. No matter what happens, you'll be prepared. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Grab your three-month emergency food kit for $250 off the regular price. Save $250 today at preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Well, welcome to the uh, program. Pat Gray is joining me, filling in for the Vacationing Now Stu Bergier. I think there's only like four mm. weeks a year we're all in together. <laughs> uh, Seems that way, yeah. yeah. Um, I have been um, on vacation. My wife's 50th birthday was happening uh, a couple of weeks ago, and so I took her uh, to Italy. And uh, I, I learned an awful lot while I was gone. 
and I'll explain what matters to you coming up in about an hour from now. This is a very important development that I want to talk to you about right now, um, and it is part of ESG. Visa Inc. said over the weekend that it plans to start separately categorizing sales at gun shops. The move is considered to be a major victory for gun control advocates who claim that the better tracking of gun sales may help prevent future mass shootings. Other major payment processors, including MasterCard and American Express, have also said they plan to move forward with categorizing gun shop sales. Now, this is really important that you listen. Visa said it would adopt the new International Organization for Standardization, ISO, the new merchant code for gun sales. Until now, gun store sales were considered general merchandise. The code would show where an individual spends money, but not what items were purchased. MasterCard said that following the ISO's approval of the new merchant code, we now turn our focus to how it will be implemented by merchants and their banks as we continue to support lawful purchases on our network while protecting the privacy and decisions of individual cardholders. Merchant category codes currently exist for most type of purchases. When you buy an airline ticket or pay for your groceries, your credit card company has a special code for those retailers. It's just common sense that we have the same policies in place for gun and ammunition stores, says the New York City mayor, Eric Adams. The industry's decision to create a firearm-specific code is nothing more than a capitulation to anti-gun politicians and activists bent on eroding the rights of law-abiding Americans one transaction at a time. This is according to the spokesperson for the National Rifle Association. So which is it? No big deal or the furthering of the erosion of your rights. Well, let's go back to see if we can understand this story first. Let's trace trace this back a few months. Where was the pressure coming from? Quote from CBS News. A group of congressional Democrats is urging credit card companies to track the the, the uh, suspected firearm and ammunition purchases as a means to identify and stop gun crime. The letter, drafted by Elizabeth Warren and uh, Congresswoman Dean of Pennsylvania and signed by over a dozen other progressive colleagues, urges the CEOs of MasterCard, American Express, and Visa to back the creation of a merchant category code for gun and ammunition retailers. Okay, now this is really interesting. So... This didn't originate with the banks. This originated with the progressive left in Congress. The creation of a new merchant category code for gun and ammunition retail stores will be the first step. They always say this and nobody listens will be the first step towards facilitating the collection of valuable financial data that could help law enforcement in countering the financing of terrorism efforts. Now, I thought we had done all of this, oh, I don't know, about 20 years ago when we were looking into terrorists. Notice carefully what they say. 
the creation of a new merchant category gun uh, category code for gun and ammunition retail stores. This, according to the, the congressman that signed this and the senator, the first step towards facilitating the collection of valuable financial data. Now, that's where the pressure came from. But where did this originate? Let's trace it back a little further. Because there's no way Elizabeth Warren dreamt this up on her own. This initiative was first pushed by the Amalgamated Bank. Now, who's the Amalgamated Bank? Well, if you really kind of pay attention to this show and you watch the specials, you know who the Amalgamated Bank is. They are the bank owned by the world, the Workers United slash SEIU union. So it's a labor union bank, but not just any labor union bank. This is the bank that brought the Paris Accord financial framework to the United States financial institutions as well. They were the signers at the Paris Accords, the meetings that happened before. And other banks were like, we're not going to get involved in that. But it was the SEIU labor union bank that brought it here to America and then got politicians to push and coerce and get all of the other banks to sign in on this. It was a climate credit score idea. It sounded insane back then, but it's known as ESG, and it is the industry standard now. This was the Great Reset before the Great Reset. So it was all about using banks as a pressure point mechanism to bend everyone to their climate will. This is what the Amalgamated Bank brought over here. That pressure point system clearly worked because now all of the banks, all of the credit cards, all of the insurance companies are on board with it now. So now this bank, along with Senator Warren and other Democratic congressmen, are applying even more pressure to go after our guns. Now they say that's just not going to happen. Let me give you this. CBS News, big scoop. The industry that sets international standards for credit card companies has decided to create a new code for the purchase of guns and ammo. Now, notice this isn't the United States government. This is an industry group, meaning the financial sector, that sets the international standards. So now we are being forced to accept international standards and the rest of the country the rest of the world really doesn't care about guns and ammunition because they ain't got any we are unique in the world with our second amendment but now we have international standards so we just can't go i mean we can't defy these international standards now they say they're not going to identify the exact purchase they will separate those items from the more generic category. So 
Merchant category codes made up of four digits used across all courts, uh, sorts of industries. And it not supposed to reveal any individual product pur- purchases. Credit card companies lump firearm retailers in with other outlets, classifying them as 5999. Upside down, it's a five that doesn't exist. And then three sixes. Miscellaneous uh, retail stores or 5941 sporting goods stores. New code now for firearm merchants. Potentially suspicious purchasing powers could be flagged by law enforcement. Now, wait a minute. What is a suspicious purchase? This is part of the plan being pushed by Democratic candidates and the Amalgamated Bank of New York, a progressive bank. Um, This is according to CBS News now. The letter drafted by Elizabeth Warren and uh, blah, 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 came out back in June. So the congressional pressure worked. The new code has been approved, but Visa is not happy about it. Hmm. In a letter obtained by CBS News sent by Visa last Wednesday in response to congressional Democrats who supported the plan, the company said, we believe asking payment networks to serve as a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can or cannot be purchased sets a dangerous precedent. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's Visa. You have this all wrong. Wait a minute. You're just categorizing. It's just numbers. You're not tracking. You're not being asked to do anything except if there's suspicious activity reported. And what are you turning this into? Let me read this again from Visa. We believe asking payment networks to serve as a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can or cannot be purchased such a dangerous precedent. Gee, this is almost like, well, ESG, where Visa, MasterCard, and American Express will be told by their peers and pressured, you know, guys, we can't do business with you. If you're accepting these payments, uh, you know, from gun stores, if you're actually doing business with gun stores, we can't do business with you. So is it that they're creating a national database, which I've heard, or is it what I don't hear? They're creating a separate category. That way, no matter where you go, if you're buying guns and ammunition at Walmart, I'm sorry, your credit card can't be used here for that. So they make it impossible for you to use your credit card to buy any kinds of guns. Gee, what would be next on the ESG scale? Now, I'm going to tell you what the Amalgamated Bank said in response to Visa in 60 seconds. Whether your pain is small, like the little ache in the joint of your thumb, or you wake up every morning really, really large, the kind that hurts all over, everywhere, all the time, or somewhere in between, the simple fact of the matter is you want to be free of it. Well, let me suggest Relief Factor. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation. The not a drug thing is really important. 
you don't want to be spaced out. You want to be at the top of your game. Your pain is already distracting. What, you're just going to fog over all of that pain? That makes it worse. See if it'll work for you. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. Relieffactor.com. 70%, again, 70%. Are you part of that 70%? 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So let me go back to this letter from CBS News sent by Visa last Wednesday. We believe that asking payment networks to serve as a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can or cannot be purchased sets a dangerous precedent. We understood Amalgamated Bank's request to be justified, at least in part, as by an interest in blocking transition, uh, transactions that would fall under such a new category. And Visa's rules expressly prohibit blocking of legal transactions under an MCC. So they're saying they're having the balls to come out. Thank you, Visa. Having the balls to come out and call a spade a spade. Look, this is what they want. They're going to block. The next step is to block all transactions for firearm or in a, or ammunition. And it will all be tracked. Oh, well, I'll just pay for it in cash. No, now there's a new little special rule here that all transactions, all transactions are going to be watched. Now, the president and CEO of Amalgamated Union Bank, we all have to do our part to stop gun violence. And sometimes it starts with illegal purchases of guns and ammunition. Right. The new code will allow us to fully comply with our duty to report suspicious activity and illegal gun sales. Why are we do when you're going out and you're buying a gun as a drug dealer? Do you use your Amex Centurion card? This action answers the call of millions of Americans who want safety from gun violence. And are, we are proud to have led the broad coalition of advocates, shareholders, and elected officials that achieve this historic outcome. Boy, it doesn't seem like Amalgamated Bank thinks this is a small deal. Priscilla Sims Brown, she's the CEO, recently appeared on CNBC where she was asked about her efforts to push the new category code. Quote, if we did have a merchant code for gun stores, we could detect patterns that would indicate that there had been something unusual going on. So now we're not looking for individuals. We're looking for patterns. Hmm. She says all the banks will do is file a suspicious activity report, at which point it will be up to local or federal law enforcement to act on those reports. Huh. So who's doing the follow up? Where are you sending that exactly? And if that's the case, why is Visa concerned about the attempt to block transactions using these codes? This is more than just an official registration, because that's what I hear people say. Oh, you can't do that. That's be a that'd be a that'd be a, a federal registration. No. It's worse than that. This 
is the Great Reset. This is, and they are openly, Visa, warning us. They didn't want to go along with it. And then suddenly they said, oh, no, wait, we misunderstand. We're fine. Where's the pressure coming from? Is it the banking industry? Is it the government? Or is it both? ESG and the Great Reset is the mob. It's the mob. Uh, you want some protection? I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can protect you. You know, you a lot of a lot of guys want to do you in. Uh, you know, you don't you don't want to come and be play on our side. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I just ask you for this one small favor. That's all I ask you. And then we can protect you. That is what's happening. All right. Um, that, hi, Pat. Hi, Glenn. Yeah, that was, that was happy. Yeah, it? yeah it's happy stuff. Well, it's happy you stuff that? every day, though. Have you heard that explanation of it yet? No. Yeah. No. Have you even heard that Visa was like, uh, uh, no, warning, warning, warning. No. And then all of a sudden, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Visa is fine. <laughs> I just left their house. Now they've, they've had a couple of broken legs. They were in uh, some sort of an accident. One of them fell out of a window. But uh, they're fine now. <laughs> That's what happens in Russia all the time, too. All the time. Yeah. Oligarchs falling out windows. Yeah. Wow. Are they yeah. clumsy? Yeah. Wow. It's weird. weird. It's weird. It really is. Yeah. It's almost like stay away from the window. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. What was that yeah. movie? The Calls Coming from Inside the House. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think we should probably remember. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to. We're going to talk about uh, some some other things that are kind of pressing, including King Charles. Oh, who uh, who's not who's not excited for that? Oh, he's terrific. I'll explain why Americans should actually care about this after the break. So here in my home state of Texas, Patriot Mobile has been involved in a lot of school board meetings over multiple school districts lately. Um, And wow, the left doesn't like that. They say, what's a phone company doing in politics? (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, weird. It's like, what phone companies have to do with Planned Parenthood and abortions? Predictably, the left has been losing its collectivist mind, which makes me happy. But Patriot Mobile represents you and the freedoms that we share. Why? Because they're made up of people, I don't know, just like you. Yeah, not a bunch of people gone woke. They're just wide awake. Most importantly, they have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. Best of all, they're not donating any of your money to woke causes. They're, in fact, donating it to causes that defend liberty, and they are spending their own time and their own off time to help fight for these things. Great, Great service and a company that actually likes you. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Don't forget to use the promo code GLEN, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Man, glad to be here. Gonna miss the queen. Now, that's something that I never thought I would say as an American. Gonna miss the queen. Uh, But uh, when you see King Charles III, I think all the world will soon say, gonna miss the queen. Wow. They might already be seeing that. There was a little photo op or video op even, of him. I don't know what he's signing. You know, the king doesn't really sign bills into yeah, law. Yeah, yeah. So, but he's 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 motioning to the people who are helping him and clearly outraged about these pens that are in the way, and he wants them removed. Here, look look at these. Uh, there's, there's two videos. The first one uh, just kind of shows you how he, how easily he gets sets off, yeah, set he's off. He's sitting down. Get off. Get off. Okay. Okay, so now, then he sits down, and then he's still pissed. Oh, the expression on his face. He, he, like, bears his teeth. <laughs> yes. What are you, a dog? <laughs> yes. Arr. He clenches his teeth like he's going to bite somebody. He's, he's, he's not a good guy. Uh, no. And he's, no, he's also... A little nutty. Yeah, he, and he's an extreme leftist. Oh, oh! I think he makes extreme leftists. I th- I think extreme leftists go. Oh, well, I'm not with him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's. Yeah. His father said, if he could come back, if if um, reincarnation were real, he'd want to come back as a virus because humans are the problem. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he so is, he comes from a long line of kooks. Oh yeah, and he yeah. is—he's big in ESG and everything else. And um, you know, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm gonna start laying something out later on that I learned while I was over in Europe. Uh, that is, I think a—I think it's another. I think I found another piece of history. That is as big as Woodrow Wilson for me. Oh, wow. You know, where mm. everybody's like, what are you talking about? And then once people started to understand, they were like, oh, my gosh, this is the Rosetta Stone. I think I found another one. Mm. Um, and it is. And it, it, you'll understand him. You'll understand. You'll understand everything. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I have to talk to my staff about it so I can really lay it all out for you um, uh, later on today. But. Uh, the, this thing with uh, Prince Charles, now King Charles III, uh, is very, very disturbing. Uh, we were in Florence, Italy when it happened. And the people there, you could see, were affected by it. Everybody, I mm. think, really, whether you wanted her to be king, queen or whatever, she affected your life. I think everybody universally liked her. Seems like it. Yeah. I think in in thinking about it uh, last week, I think she may have been the greatest um, political leader of the 20th century. And when I say political, I don't really mean 
political because she refused most times to get involved in politics. That's according to their constitution. She can't. Um, But she guarded that. And her job as queen was to be an icon or a reminder to set the standards of what we as a society, Western society, um, should uphold and and strive to be like. And I have to tell you, seems to have done a good job at that. I think so. It, you mm-hmm. know, you like her, hate her, whatever. You look at the end of her life. Would you not be proud to go out with her reputation and uh, uh, her memory? Yeah, I would. Yeah, with the affection that people had for her. Yeah, yeah. and and the, the the fact that you don't have any tapes flying around with her right. flying into a rage or being, you know, whatever. Sleeping with the king of France. None of those <laughs> you things. You don't have any of those. <laughs> no. You don't have any of those. You know, they, they just auctioned off a letter, um, and I, I followed it just because I found it hysterical. Uh, a letter of hers that was written the week Diana died. And uh, it went for a lot of money, but not because Diana was mentioned in it or the press. It had nothing to do with the actual words written in the letter. It had everything to do with the use of an exclamation point. She, I know this sounds crazy. She was actually virulently opposed to the exclamation point. She spent her whole life saying it should, it shouldn't even exist. It doesn't exist. It serves no purpose. If the letter is written correctly, you will understand hmm. the case and why this person is upset. And don't even get me started. Good thing she didn't ever go online with the use of exclamation points. <laughs> but she was against them because there's no need for that kind of rhetoric. In this one letter, she used an exclamation point, and it was the only time in her life that she did it. Wow. Okay. Um, she was just temperate. Charles, you know, it's, it's really fascinating to me. It's always the third generation. And by the way, that would be us. It's mm. always the third generation. Look at the stock that uh, her father came from. Her father was, he did not want to be king. He had no desire to be king. He didn't, he stuttered. He was, he was a guy like Moses. He really should not be the king and was not prepared ever to be the king because his brother was the firstborn. His brother cozies up to a, um, to a Nazi sympathizer, an American, by the way, uh, and falls head over heels in love with her and decides, I'm leaving and I'm abdicating. So now here's Elizabeth watching her father struggle through all of this uh, and try to be prepared and try to become the king when he wasn't supposed to be. He becomes the king by the time she's 14, she realizes, I'm going to have to be the queen. At 21, on her 21st birthday, she gives a, an incredible speech about pledging her loyalty 
to serve the people and uh, the Commonwealth her whole life with honor. She lived up to that. So now her father is unbelievably great. She's unbelievably great. And the third generation just they don't care. Mm-hmm. He, I don't think Charles has any honor in him. Uh, and uh, and it, it could destroy it. Just like I think this is a lesson for all of us. It is our generation that has let it fall. We have not done our job. However, are we raising our children to be able to step in? And are we giving our children who can step in the opportunity to maybe step in a little earlier than they should? I think William would be a great king. With all that he learned from not only his grandmother, his father, and his mother, Diana, I think he could restore this and be a good king. Charles, if he lasts more than five years, I'd be surprised. And if he's smart, he would abdicate in five years and give it to his son because Charles will destroy the, um, the monarchy. I know you don't care. I don't really care. Except the monarchy under um, Elizabeth was the one stabilizing force of constant reminder of where we came from. It is a historic institution. Good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. It's a reminder of history. You take away the monarchy and try to teach to your kids the founders and who they fought after, who they fought against, why they fought against it. Why is the monarchy bad? And, you know, why was she stripped of all of her powers? This is gravely disorienting and gravely dangerous having uh, Charles step in. If he's learned anything from his mother and he actually does it, the monarchy has a chance. If he starts to get involved and blab his mouth and he is seen doing anything, anything, the monarchy is over. And most Americans don't care. You should. Because it is a, it's a mile marker. It is an institution that reminds us who we are, where we've come from. And the best thing is, Americans don't pay a dime for it. So I'm all for that. Uh, I want you to take a minute out of your day and just ask yourself an important question. How many bits of personal information, your information, are online at any given moment? You know, it used to be about cyber criminals. You know, I just told you the story about Visa, MasterCard, American Express. If you buy anything from a, a sporting goods store that is categorized as guns or ammunition, now they're taking your information. And as as Elizabeth Warren just said... It's just the beginning 
of um, of a lot of financial information that are going to be pieced together. Oh, my first recommendation is cancel everything with the Internet and get off the Internet. Now, I can't do that. Can you? It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity threats are affecting our lives. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But I'm already work. I'm already worked up and looking at the big thief called the American government and their partnership. Can somebody just watch the other side of all the criminals? Yes. Yes, it's called LifeLock. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. It is September 12th, 2022. It seems bizarre. Uh, All of the things that we have uh, gone through, all of the places that we have been and seen. I was in um, London yesterday, and I said to the um, one of the guys that was, you know, checking our luggage in Heathrow and, uh, I said, hey, I'm sorry for your loss of the queen. And he looked at me kind of funny and he said, wow, thank you. And here I should have said my condolences on your awful anniversary, too. It was September 11th yesterday. Mm. We have so much in common uh, and we don't ever focus on it. And uh, I, I want to. Next hour, I, I want to share some things with you that I think are really, really important um, that we all come together and understand. But Pat and I were just talking about how we felt in 2010. Look at how bad things are. And now we look back and go, oh, my gosh, those were the golden days. Those days don't come back. Yeah. At least we knew what a woman was in 2010. <laughs> It's just unbelievable. Our children were under constant attack. Uh, It's amazing how society has disintegrated in the last 12 years. This is what we were supposed to learn on September 11th. Mm -hmm. And this is why we all changed on September 11th. Some went back. Most went back. But this is why we changed. Because we realized, oh my gosh, this thing is so fragile. It could snap apart at any any time and then we've lost everything we've forgotten that it's been under attack and under attack and under attack it one of these days you will wake up and you will not be in a free country and we're approaching that time quickly and when that happens all people except those with power all people will say Dear God, what have we done? What have we lost? Uh, And it won't just be here in America. It will be all over the world. I I have some 
solutions and some things that uh, that I really have learned and want to share with you um, next hour. So please stay with us. If you miss any of the show, um, please go and get the podcast. You can get the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review. This is really important to rate and review because it actually helps the algorithm uh, and it uh, pushes up for us to be discovered by new people. And that is really difficult in today's world with algorithms. Um, uh, so please join us for the podcast. Don't miss a second of today's program. Did you hear that the people of Scotland um, all line the streets? They're still doing it today because she's they're, they're taking the queen's body um, to um, some sort of, you know, church to, I don't know, say goodbye or whatever. But yesterday when they started moving her her body from Barmoral, the people of Scotland all got together and Scotland doesn't right. really like the Some queen. issues there. Um, but they all stood by and they said today we all stand by to say farewell to a grand, grand lady. Um, I hope that this is uh, not the end of decency. But uh, that's what she represented.